another solo podcast. This time with no video, just the audio. Because I didn't like doing that last time. It felt weird. And if I watch back on that video when I did it, I looked spaced out, so I had to edit it, and I didn't even know if it worked. Like, I sat back, and you see me think, like, what am I supposed to say? Yeah, I'm fucking bored. I'm currently sat in my room, staring at the ceiling, now talking to my laptop. Um, could people say that I'm insane because I'm just sat here speaking to nobody? Yes, technically I'm talking to myself. Section me and take me away. Yeah, well, I don't know, I'm fucking bored. Not really done anything today. I got up, washed my hair, had a shower at the same time that I washed my hair, obviously. When I spoke to my mum, me and my mum went out for food. That was nice, had some scram. Spoke to my grandma. Then one of my mates came around. Also went shopping around the Connie. That was fucking boring. Didn't haven't missed that place. Uh, and I got back. And yeah, I've just not done anything. I was supposed to go rock climbing with Bennett today. But the crab only woke up at half eleven. I mean, I can't call him a crab. Because I did only get up at half eleven too. So this whole day has just been weird in general i've not done anything and you know I, I do a little bit of writing in a journal but it's not it shouldn't be my life writing in a word document i just feel like i've, I've just existed today it's just one of them days um well so what's going on in my life i mean i spoke about it in the podcast with ben it's like I'm telling people who I assume are listening. I don't know if people are listening. And I can see, as I said, on the rss.com website, you can see how many downloads your podcast gets. And it's pretty cool to see the amount of downloads. We're over 200 for all the episodes. That's pretty cool. I mean, I thought I'd get a few, just me mates listening. Well, there's quite a few downloads in America. Fucking yanks, man. Nah, you're not all yanks. I know how it works. It's just a... It's a fucking racial slur, man. Don't call us fucking yanks. I'm actually from Kansas. Um. Yeah. Oh, what's going on? Nothing. I'm bored. Tomorrow I'm going rock climbing. And I'm going having a jam. And I'm going to be mates lifting some weights. Then on Wednesday, I fly back to England. Fuck me, I fly back to Prague. And that's going to be nice. I tell you what, I've noticed how going from living with somebody and only even having a short break is nice. You know, you have your own space, but you, you miss that physical connection you know i've only been it's only been what how many days I'm talking like it's been months jesus it's been two two full days realistically we've seen each other friday now it's monday and i'm talking like i'm a soldier in the trenches but i'm not i'm 
one hour difference away and I'm a short two hour, sorry, one hour time difference and a two hour flight away, you know. And things are looking good. The UK are possibly ending the last restriction on COVID, which is ending isolation. If you test positive, then everything's gone. Um, the only thing you have to do is do the locator forms if you're traveling. It's just good that you don't have to pay a stupid amount of fucking money to get tests anymore. Because when I was going to come back to England over summer, it was 60 quid per test. So you could get a flight for cheap, but there was no flights to Manchester because they'd all get cancelled. So I'd have to go back to London. Public transport plus tests, it was just ridiculous. Things are looking good now. Going around Europe, you don't need tests. Maybe you do in some places. Maybe you do, don't in others. But the places that I'm going over the next month, I don't need any tests. Where am I going to? First off, so obviously I go to Prague in two days, but you know, that's not really going anywhere if I fucking live there. Uh, then we're going to Krasnoliper, going to dentist. That's nothing special, but I've got this fucking problem with my wisdom tooth and it creates atomic waste from my gums and I need I need that shit looked at all I've been doing is getting toothpaste obviously and brushing my teeth and using this mouthwash and I try brush like three times a day and use mouthwash like three times a day and that's maintaining the the waste but it's like putting it in fucking landfill you know, it's solving it at the moment, but it doesn't look appealing. It doesn't smell appealing. And what's the long-term effects of that going to be? So, going to a Czech dentist for the first time. You know, I've not been a dentist in, I'd say, three years. Three years I've not been to the dentist. That's horrible, that. I've started looking at my teeth more. I think it's just because I've got more time on my hands. Because I've now been unemployed for 10 days, I think it is. I say unemployed. Yeah, I'm unemployed. But I'm earning money. So I earn money through this online website called Cambly. It's basically... I teach people from around the world. And, well, I do have a, I do have a TEFL qualification. But mainly, people just want to speak to you because... You're born and bred in England, and you have a British accent, so you don't get paid loads of money, $10.17 an hour, you don't tend to speak for an hour every time, you tend to speak maybe 45 minutes if you book onto priority hours, but people can book you up, people seem to like me, my rating has gone back up, it went down a little bit because of the abysmal Wi-Fi I had in the UK when I came back over Christmas. I tried doing some of the online teaching, talking, online talking, I should say. And I just got rated down because of my Wi-Fi. And if you use Cambly, you get rated on your Wi-Fi. So you want to make sure you've got fucking good Wi-Fi. Um, but things are looking good. I'm quite happy. I'm not in this job that I don't like anymore. Um, I've got freedom 
with the the new way of making money. It's all online, which is the way forward. Um, I don't agree. Well, my opinion, I don't say I don't agree, but I don't see the point in working at a physical place if the job can be done on the laptop remotely. Look at me, I'm such a fucking... Uh, Fucking millennial man. Or Gen Z, whatever it fucking is. I demand my rights. Yeah, but it's fucking true. Why do you have to do these jobs and play office politics just because that's the way it is? You know? The way it is, you can do your job quicker than eight hours in a day and ten hours in a day, then do it at home. Why the fuck has it got to be any different? Not my problem though, I'm doing the teaching and it's going alright and I'm going to be doing it till I get bored of it because that tends to be my thing. Um, Yeah, so I think my plan is now until I'm 30, I keep giving myself the deadline of 30, like when I'm going to turn that age, I'm just going to turn into a miserable bastard settle down, get on the, the the mortgage lifestyle and live like that. But I don't know what's going to happen. I think that I've now got something that earns me the bare minimum. And the bare minimum is all I need. Super noodles, tea, milk and shit. You know, living like a scrubber, staying in cheap hostels, but still working enough to be able to live this lifestyle. That's the life. And it's better than being told by some crab above you what you need to do and getting passive-aggressive comments from some knobs. Yeah, so I don't really know what the point of this podcast was. There is no point. It's just me rambling because I'm bored out of my fucking brain, sat in my room, remembering how there is nothing to do where I live. So I do appreciate the artwork that I got for my room because, you know, it's not fucking Mona Lisa or anything like that. It's just trippy psychedelic stuff. Because I turned into fucking hippie. I wanted my room to look pretty cool. And I do like my room. It makes me happy when I feel like I am at home when I'm sat in this room. Because I have let my autism run wild. Um, the post-it notes is a great feature. I'm hoping to get another post-it note tomorrow. Tom Bennett, you owe me one. There's also another girl who owes me one. She thinks that her name's Rebecca. Because she was at a gaff. Hosted by my brother. Maybe a year ago now. And she said, yeah, I'll do one at the end of the night. And she fucking bailed. She bailed on me. So, if you are listening, I highly fucking doubt it. Lady whose name I don't know. You owe me a post-it note. Um, yeah, what else am I doing? Oh, yeah, so I'm going to Latvia. Just found two national parks to go to, in just near Riga. So my plan is go to Riga for one day. Well, I'm going to be keep going back to Riga. And then the next day, national park, day after national park. Um, go back to Riga. Day after, I fly back to Prague. Get back to Prague, um, 
And then I've got, I think I've got like a week back in Prague. Then I'm going to go to like a few places. I'm going to go hiking around in the Czech Republic because I might as well. What's the the point of not doing that? I think I've joined the gym as well. I said to myself, like, if I join the gym, I'll go. And I did go. I went on last, when did I go last Monday? And I trained my chest and I was fucked for like five days. And then my triceps were hurting as well because I did chest and triceps. But then, like, I kept going in. One day I went in, just went to the sauna. And then I went to, yeah, I go to Form Factory, it is because it's just near where I live. And they have like 10 clubs. In Prague, I don't think they've got that many, but there's a lot. And in one of them, Andiel, I think it's called, they've got like a proper wellness center. So if you want, you can pay for a spa. You can fuck me on about pay for a spa. Pay for a massage. Or you, what you can get free is going into the steam room and sauna and jacuzzi. Now, when I would go to the steam room in gym, etc where uh, I live in England. Um, you know, nudity wasn't an issue. And uh, I walk into the steam room. There's no issue in in the form factory. I was like, okay. And then I noticed that the rules are, when you go to the steam room or sauna, you're not allowed You swim shorts. But I didn't know this until I walk in the fucking sauna and there's about four dicks staring me in the face. And not dicks as in people who are dicks. I mean dicks attached to the body of humans. Staring at me in the face. And I immediately make eye contact with this guy's penis. And he tells me uh, in check. Some fucking whatever. And I was like, oh, sorry. Um, I said, what did I say? Pardon. Uh, Naomi Mjeski. Which means... Sorry, I don't speak Czech. And he says, oh, uh, you can't have uh, fucking pants on. Not pants on. Swimming shorts on. So I had to go fucking get out and put a towel around me. Wrap it around me and then go in the sauna. And then basically sit next to all these people. And people are just walking in with the cocks out. And I'm like, well, this is pretty new to me. And then there's this Ukrainian or Russian girl who just doesn't give a shit. Uh, she's got a towel around her, but then, you know, she's going to get in a shower and you can just... Whoosh, she just flicks off a towel. Everyone's seeing her tits. It's crazy. Definitely not as private as it would be in England. There's a free-for-all of naked bodies. But yeah, it's a bit of character building. And then I started telling this this guy who was speaking to me in English. He was like, what do you do here in Prague? I was like, yeah, well, you know, technically I'm an English teacher. And he's like, oh, I'm looking to improve my English. And I was kind of thinking, I've seen this guy's dick. Do I want to teach him English? How well am I going to get to know him? Is this how our relationship is going to start? I'm going to remember you because I've seen your flaccid, sweaty cock in a sauna and now I'm teaching you English. So I thought I'd give it a pass. I thought I'd rather just have that time in the sauna to chill out. 
Well, yeah, so hopefully I'm going to join the gym. Well, I have joined the gym. Maybe go three times a week. And, yeah, do that. Then go in the sauna. Start every day off with a sauna. Not every day, but maybe three days a week start off. When I'm in Prague in the sauna. I feel fresh. Drink loads of water. Attack the day, baby. But I can see how easy it is for me to turn into a crab when I don't book any time for working because I know what I'm like. I like to slope off and be lazy. I'm not going to deny that. People probably would say, oh, you're not being lazy, but I know I can be lazy or not as productive as I want to be. I did this last time when I had three months off over summer. It was nice, but then there was all this time that you didn't have before and now you've got to fill it and you're responsible for filling it. And especially when you don't have transferable skills from your last job to apply to like being a freelancer then it's pretty easy to just slope off into a youtube hole abyss and i'm trying not to do that i'm really trying not to do that but it's so tempting to go back onto youtube and enjoy watching pointless videos so I've, I've deleted the youtube app um what else have i done i've actually tried to like sort out my my iphone and macbook i fucking dented my macbook before yeah what happened oh yeah so i was doing a podcast with ben and as i was doing the podcast like 50 minutes in because i put the recording on 4k which is stupid considering i only have an iphone se but it's brilliant to be fair it is really good but doing like long fucking two and a, two and a half hour podcast on 4k just isn't going to happen with my storage so i need to put the storage down and put the storage down fuck man about Change the, the settings or get a new phone. And I'm not paying a grand for an iPhone 13. I've got a MacBook. I think the the SE can do a good job. Um, oh, yeah, I also started doing like YouTube videos of travelling. That's all right. I quite enjoy that. One of them's got 100 views. Look at me now talking about views like it's amazing. But realistically, I made it thinking... Oh, fuck it. Let's make a video. I've never done it before. I've wanted to do it. Let's just do it. And again, I thought, like, nobody. I didn't even think anybody would watch it, but 100 views is pretty cool. So I'm going to do, like, a big big one on Prague. Uh, show some places I've seen and just kind of summarise my time there. Because um, it's a pretty cool place. Prague's really nice. It does feel like, oh, it feels like home now, baby. You know, it's not... I've not gone as wild in the apartment as I have gone in my room back in England. For example, all the flags and shit. But if you move somewhere, you get to attached to it. 
and you have memories there and stories. And when I come back to England, it's nice. I do enjoy seeing my friends and doing things, but it can feel like you take a little bit of a step back from what you're doing and you go back to what you were doing previously. I also have to remember why I left my job. My grandma actually gave me a good chat. Give me a good chat. My grandma and I had a good chat before. So when I left my job, I was doing it for music. I wanted to be a sound engineer. And I left my job in June and I said that I'd go to Prague for three months and then I would start college in oral doing sound engineering course. What happened was I stayed in Prague because eh, I think I wanted to live in Prague. I wanted to be with my girlfriend. I found a good community of musicians. That is good. But what happened was the job that I was doing just took up all of my time. And the visa situation just takes up so much fucking time there. It it can be quite deflating when you're wanting to live there and stay there and there's all these other external things that you just don't normally think about or you take for granted in the UK. So, for example, I know here, if I wanted to go get a job, I can just go get a fucking job. Whereas in Prague, now because of Brexit, we're only allowed 90 days in the EU. I then applied for a visa. Obviously, I got deported. I've told that story before. Um, ended up getting back. Different person giving me the visa. Well, it's a bridging visa. And that was six months. And then we were told the police would come and visit us in the apartment over the application process. Now, the application process is fucking hilarious because it can take up to three weeks. Apparently, the official time is 60 days. It's now been five months, or, well, nearly six months, to be honest. And, yeah, the police came last week. And what's so strange about it is they can come unannounced any time, whenever they want. So this means they could have come this week when I was in England and Christina was there by herself, which would have been fantastic because I wouldn't be there and they would have to prove that I lived there. Luckily, I was there and spoke minimum check to them while Christina spoke in that Czech gobbledygook, which I did not understand. I tried offering them tea, which just didn't go down well. But yeah, it was quite funny. Just another box to tick in the fucking bureaucratic process of getting a visa. Now, another thing is that the visa is likely going to be given for a year. The, the visa I've applied for is like a partnership visa. So what this means is that I'm technically a family member of an EU citizen. So because I'm in a permanent relationship with Christina, then you can apply for 
temporary residence. You can also do this to reunite family members. So if you have an auntie who lives somewhere, then you live with them in the EU, then you can apply for residency. But it was the only visa we could apply for in the country. Now, I don't know if what it's like in other countries, but in the Czech Republic, you have to apply for a visa in an embassy outside of the Czech Republic. You can't apply for it while you are in the Czech Republic. So my friend Jacob, he went to Berlin, I think, and got his visa there, then came back once it was some, uh, accepted or whatever. I don't know the whole full story, but basically you've got to go outside of the Czech Republic. For me, I didn't want to go to Germany where I can't speak German and, and I didn't want to go anywhere else where I couldn't speak anywhere. So I'd rather submit it in the Czech Republic. It makes sense. It was cheaper and easier. So we decided to do what well, I decided with the visa relocation team to get a European family member or partnership visa. Now, yeah, it apparently, before August 2021, you didn't have to submit health insurance with the visa application. So what this meant, if I applied before that, then I wouldn't have had to buy health insurance for the year. I would have had to buy it when they issued the visa. And the visa used to be given for five years. Now... It's likely only going to get given for the amount of time I'm covered for by the health insurance, which is one year. So what this fucking means is that I've got to go through this whole fucking process again next year. If, if, my, if my visa gets confirmed, because there's still a possible conclusion of them just telling me to fuck off they could decide that we don't have enough evidence they can just say that the relationship isn't long enough they could say that they don't like this they want to ask further information so you've got to go do an interview i don't know and for somebody who likes things being simple it's very complex for my monkey brain so, what I'm happy about is that I've got a job that pays me into PayPal. And just doing things like getting a bank account in the Czech Republic was a pain in the ass. I had to go three times. I had a visa, which I was showing them, which was so the six-month one. I had Czech job contract. I had all the information that they needed, but they were just asking more and more questions. Like, they were wondering why I didn't have a Czech identity card. I was like, well, it's obvious that I am not Czech. And apparently you can apply for the Czech identity card or something once you get given the actual visa. I don't know how that works, because I, even though I will have the visa, I probably wouldn't consider myself to be Czech or a Czech citizen whatsoever. Um, I think even if I get to a point where I can apply for like Czech citizenship, I still would feel like a fraud. 
Um, what I'm doing in the start of April till halfway through May, I'm doing a Czech language course for six weeks. Yeah, so that should be fun. I'm currently using Duolingo. That's going all right. I mean, it goes through stages where some days I want to do it for ages and other days I can't be asked. But at least you learn some phrases. For me, it's just seeing words on the screen every day. And as long as I'm getting that fed into me and I might learn something new that I find funny. Uh, and then the check course works out at like three quid. Well, I think it's even less than three quid an hour for a lesson. And you do half nine till one thirty. I think it's half nine to one thirty every day, Monday to Friday at Charles University. And I think Charles University is like the fucking Cambridge of the Czech Republic. Um, so apparently that's good. So... For me, I just see it as it works out cheaper than going through some private person who's going to charge me more. It also gives me a bit of structure for six weeks. So what I'm going to do probably is do the <clears throat> do the course during the day, then sign on, do a bit of tutoring in the afternoon and just chill out for like six weeks and then use the gym membership most frequently then because... I'm obviously going travelling to a few places over the next month and a half. Um, where else have I got booked? I just started rambling on before. Uh, so Latvia, yeah. Karpax, which is a place in southern Poland, um, near a national park, which I'm going to butcher the name of because I have no idea. Well, I'm not. Because it does not come up on Apple Maps. Where is it? Okay, well, I'm doing this mountain called Schneska. Schneska. And it's on Krukonowski Narodny Park. Yeah, baby. Um, that should be good. I'm looking forward to that. Um, I enjoyed... When I was in Croatia, I went to this for this hostel called Fallen Lakes Hostel, and it was unreal. Um, it was a shame that I actually had to have a visa meeting while I was there because it kind of fucked up my plans, um, and I had to like get back to the hostel, and I had to, I had basically was the first man into this national park. Um, and then I was like done very quickly because I just basically went around this, um, what was it called, Plitvitska, Plitvitska Lakes, but it's, oh, it was incredible there, and then we went up this mountain, that we did two hikes, I met this German guy, he was sound, but it was good that, and I'm staying in a hostel in Carpax, hopefully doing something similar, I hope it's got the same vibe, um, but getting a bus from Prague, to Carpax, which is good, but then I've got to get a bus back on the Wednesday from like Yelena something. I don't know where it is, but it's not too far. 
But basically, that cost me like, I think it was 50 quid or even less. So I was able to get a discount on the bus, the transport. So it's supposed to be a tenner. I got it for like £8.50 and an £8.50 back, you know, save three quid. So what's that? That's 17 quid, and then it was like 20-odd quid, I think, for the hostel, which is pretty cheap, considering how many nights I'm there. So, yeah, it's what, 30, 40 quid? Uh, then I'll take some scran with me, hike up that, probably video it, get like a, a mountain video done. Uh, but I'm looking forward to that, and then... Once I get back, I think the day after I get back from Carpax, I go to Krakow in Poland again. Um, Going to stay there. You get breakfast and dinner included with your stay in that hostel. And that's pretty good. I'm not sure what the dinner is going to be like, but the only time I've had that before is when I was in Tel Aviv. and I stayed in Florentine or Florentine hostel. And someone would cook up a good scran every night, and it was good. Um, or another time I've had breakfast cooked for me was in Belfast. There was this chef who was staying there, and he just made everyone spaghetti at, like, 9 in the morning. It was a bit scatty, but it was nice, you know, it was, it was friendly. Um, yeah, so Krakow, going to check Auschwitz out, you know. That's not something to brag about, but I think it's important to see. Uh, I started reading a book called Map Search for Me. Maps, fuck me. Man searching. Man, man search for meaning. Oh my god, my brain's fucked. Uh, and that's about the Holocaust, and I think it should be in, important to see um, and actually visit the place. But there's another place I'm going to in the Czech Republic. Actually, I can't remember the name of it. I've got it on my calendar. Um, Terezin. And it was another one of many concentration camps. So I'm, it's going to be a bit of a hard-hitting trip. Well, it'll be, it'll be worth seeing, definitely. And then I've got a nice romantic trip with Christina to Barcelona. Um, and I don't know what to do after that. I'm, I'm really looking forward to Barcelona. Never been before. I've heard great things about it. Um, going to do a little bit of hiking probably when we're there, but then we're also both going to work on one of the days. Uh, then I've got, after Barcelona, I'm going to go watch Fontaine's DC in Prague. And then I was going to go to Bulgaria, but I looked, the flights were 30 quid, and then I fucked up. Because I went to pay for it, but I was going to pay by bank transfer. Then I never paid for it because I had 24 hours to do it. And then I was like, it's, it's easier to just pay by card. Forgot. Then when I checked like five days after, the flights had gone up to 100 quid. And I was like, I'm not fucking paying that much. Well, that would have been good. It was like 30 quid to Bulgaria. And then the hostel was six quid a night. So it was... How many nights? One, two, three, four. Four nights, so it was six, twelve, twenty-four quid, so it was 50, 60 quid in total. Um, but I'm not going now, so I'll, I'll have to figure something else out. What else did I find? 
Oh yeah, and then I was I found flights to Jordan, but I flapped it. So it would have been from the twenty second of March to the twenty sixth, but they're still making people do PCR tests in the Middle East. Well, I think just in Jordan. I don't know. But in Europe, it's a bit more laid back. And I'd rather just stay in Europe, keep it cheaper. So, I don't know, maybe I, I had an idea of flying to far away. I mean, I mean, I'm in two minds. Do I fly to, like, Estonia and then make my way back via Flexbus? Give myself a week to get back. And then just visit different national parks, stay in different hostels. Or, another thought, do I go to like Austria, go up the mountains in Austria? I don't fucking know. I think I'm just going to leave that week and do it very spontaneously. Rather than being so organised like I'm trying to be over the next few months. But it's a bit chaotic at the moment. I've... I feel like it's not stopping, but it's good. Why am I moaning about that? You know, last month I was in a fucking job I didn't like, so I can appreciate the fact that I've got stuff to do, places to see. Uh, yeah, so I'm feeling pretty good. I've got plans until the 17th of May. After that, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm still going to be doing the online stuff. Maybe learn a course, do a course or something, digital marketing, some bullshit job just to earn some more money. Um, I don't want to become too reliant on one source of income, for example, the teaching. Even though it's so flexible, I think that, is it going to last forever? I mean, there's always going to be demand for people who want to learn English, but... I don't know, maybe I want to get something that earns a little bit of extra cash, baby. I mean, I'm, I'm pushing my luck with uh, with companies, so I made a CV, made myself sound shit hot. If anyone has looked at my CV and has seen that I do podcasts after Googling me, I hope not. Because, well, actually, thanks for listening if you are. But maybe you're not. I don't care. Then, yeah, I've decided that what I'm going to do is just push for permanent remote work. Because I don't want to be in a place where I've got to go to an office anymore. My privileged white ass doesn't want to lose the freedom that I found by having this remote job with the teaching, because it's fucking brilliant. And I don't care if I earn fucking loads less. That is not English. That How am I speaking to people about teaching English? If I earn a lot less, I'm not really that bothered. That's what I went to say. And the freedom you get from it balances it out. But... You might as well push your luck. They push these companies push your luck, push their luck with you. And because we've got this servant attitude, we allow them to walk all over us. So, fucking, I'm pushing my luck. 
hopefully it goes and works in my favour. I mean, it's weird having people email me headhunting. That's pretty cool. But basically what I did was put my CV through this website. Uh, it was I think it was like Rate My Resume or something. I can't remember. But they give you like 15 free reviews. And all it does is give you a score out of 100. It started off, mine was like 37. And I got that shit really high up. I think I got it from like 30s to 97. And I spent a lot of time just making my CV look concise. Which I don't like to do, you know? talk. I like being off radar and just thinking, well, I'll just work will come and work will come, but you've got to play the game, sadly. Sadly, that's the way the fucking cookie crumbles. Um, What else can I talk about? What else can I ramble on about? I think this random podcast has come to a an end. Um, Tomorrow, rock climbing, training with Alex, then I'm going to jam. My Wednesday, meeting up with Finley, having a brekkie, review that, Northwest Brekkies, and fly back to Prague. Then Thursday, oh yeah, Thursday I'm seeing my, my buddy, Sardor from Uzbekistan. His bird is, his bird, who he's not seen for two weeks, two weeks, two years, he's not seen her. Um, she's flown back or flown to the Czech Republic today and how you know, it's gone well for him and he's going to take her show her the ropes of Prague and then he's getting married next month and I'm hoping he's having 500 people to his wedding I'm hoping he can squeeze one annoying ginger English lad who he's talking to in his wedding, I'll see. You know, I'm not. Don't want to push my luck. It's cheeky to go. Oh, invite me to your wedding, you bastard. But you know, I'm giving you these English lessons for free. But he did buy me. I'm joking. I'm joking. He gave me some Uzbekis cram. I'm gonna buy him a full English. We're actually really good friends. And yeah, maybe, just maybe, I'll go to an Uzbeki wedding, which would be a pretty good story considering I met him in a kebab shop. But we will see. And on that note, my ramble is complete. I have no no idea how long this was. No idea if any fucker is listening to it. But if you have, you've made it to the end of this. Then, thank you. (laughs)